This is the National Medicine Symposium from the Canberra National Convention Centre. Dr. Matthew Anstey from West Australia, a special guest this morning. Welcome. Thanks so much. What, what do you hope to get from this, apart from the networking opportunities, the sharing opportunities, information? Uh, I, I think this is a great topic, this one, technology and medicines and how, how the future is coming. Uh, I also always like to spread the message about Choosing Wisely, which is uh, one of the organisations that I'm involved with through NPS. Uh, and Choosing Wisely is uh, basically starting a, a national conversation about low value or unnecessary tests and procedures, investigations that people get, and raising the profile of that is uh, another reason to be here. They say uh, this particular theme, the future is now. How, does, how is that relevant to uh, your field? Uh, so in my actual clinical field, I'm an intensive care doctor. Uh, we are always looking for the new, new way of helping people survive uh, terrible illnesses uh, and always trying to judge the, these new technologies compared with what we're currently doing. The, what we're able to do is constantly changing from almost you know, month to month, year to year. Okay, with um, uh, your field of expertise, uh, where do you see the changing landscape of personalised medicine and uh, disruptive innovation in healthcare? So personalised medicine, I think we know that some medicines work for a large number of people, but there's a, some of those medicines won't work so well for a small number, and identifying the ones who are going to respond or not respond to medications is really helpful. Uh, so I think in terms of targeting therapies that we know will work or not work that is one of the first starts for personalized medicine i think um, disruptive medicine i think there is always new ways of doing things uh, and i think some of the low-tech ways of spreading uh, healthcare into different uh, environments and i i would put telemedicine up there it's probably not a new concept to a lot of people but australia is a big place um, a lot of people live a long way away from a doctor and being able to get specialists or, or even any other type of health professional into their living room or into their local clinic and have those things so people don't have to travel so far, they get the expertise. So setting up those network, networks, I think that's going to change the landscape hugely. Just for that, on our landscape in Australia, how does that um, uh, transfer to other parts of the world what, with what we're doing? Uh, so... Telehealth is, I suppose, advanced in different ways in different parts of the world. Canada also has similar issues with uh, logistics and landscape. Uh, I think we have some really well set up state-based systems, but they're sort of quite niche in the areas that they cover, uh, and I think that still needs to improve. The Americans have some interesting models where they can almost run a hospital from telehealth, um, with some people on the ground to actually do the things, but the specialists provide all of those sorts of things sort of 24-7, uh, which is uh, an interesting model, um, obviously quite an expensive, intensive model. Uh, and so I suppose making the choices about what we want to provide to all parts of Australia and what we don't is one of the other challenges. Um, the future is now. <laughs> is that true? Are we ready for the future if it's now? I think that's tough. Like... If I think about my clinical job, my hospital has this mishmash of technologies. We write our notes on paper. You know, paper's been around a long time. Um, but we have a lot of other things on computers. And like getting the simple things done, I think we're not even there now 
for like having across one hospital everything talking to each other and that's before you start talking about systems from different places talking to each other so i think the future is coming actually i think now now we still have to concentrate on the getting the simple things done or um and if you think about it things that are in our personal lives that you think are relatively simple emails and you know communication and then you think about when you go to see your doctor um how things seem quite different and why isn't it simpler what is the major change that you've seen personally in in your field um, that you you reckon is is the the numero uno in maybe the last ten years? I w- that, that's a really tough question to answer. I would say the thing that is starting to change the way people think is the way that we collect data. So. If you have a large number of people who are all presenting and you're collecting all the data about those people, how, they, how sick they were, how they survived, what treatments they got, and use that to understand how you change things for the next time someone comes in, I think trying to think about harnessing the term of big data or just data sets, um, I think that's probably the biggest thing. It's allowing us to start to think about how we can ask questions without doing enormous, very complicated trials and try to get a hint of what we should be doing. So I think that's the biggest thing. The results are still, you know, in the future um, as, as the systems are evolving, but I really think that that's impacting on, on clinical care. Dr. Matthew Mastley, thank you for your time. Enjoy Symposium 2018. Thanks so much, Ian.